Hi, I'm Felicity and welcome to We Are YA The Check-In, a weekday chat with young adult authors. We're checking in and seeing how your favourite YA authors are doing at home during this very unique time and, of course, talking about their books. My guest today is Ash Parsons. Ash has been involved as an inner child and youth advocacy since she was in college. Recently, she taught English to middle and high school students in rural Alabama. Watching some of her students face seemingly impossible problems helped to inspire her first novel, Still Waters. Additionally, she has taught creative writing for Troy University's Access Program and media studies at Auburn University. Ash lives in Alabama with her family. Her second novel is The Falling Between Us and her latest novel to come out just recently is Girls Save the World in This One. Ash, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. So you're in Alabama right now. Is that where I'm, where I'm speaking to you from? Yes, I am. I'm at Auburn, Alabama. So War Eagle, I have to say. <laughs> As an Australian, I have no idea what that means, but I I know, yes. that's okay. <laughs> I don't even, I don't know either, but, you know, you live here long <laughs> enough, it's reflexive. Well, I have to say, it is the Wednesday after your book has just come out, so congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that's it's a very exciting. strange, it's an exciting time, but it's also a strange time, but it's also weirdly fitting <laughs> I was gonna say yeah weirdly fitting so for those who've never heard about Girls Save the World in this one tell us a bit what it's about and why it is so weirdly fitting okay um it's about three best friends Imani Ziggy and June who go to their very favorite television show is being featured heavily at a fan convention about zombies and it's called ZombieCon and they decide they're gonna go as kind of the celebration of their senior year and their lifelong friendship and while they're there, the actual zombie apocalypse happens. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, I don't know, is it, it could be perfect pandemic reading. Um, thank goodness we don't have to deal with zombies. But uh, I was going to say, it could be worse. This is, this yeah. is that book. Yeah. And this I love um, Go ahead. I, was like, I love this premise so much. And that there, there was, <laughs> you know, there's something, it, I think there's something really funny about a zombie con being invaded by zombies. Yes. Is it because is, is there an element of you just wanted to write something that was just going to be fun like that? Yes, absolutely. But also it was inspired by uh, my husband and I, since we live down here, this is actually where they filmed uh, The Walking Dead. It's about right. an hour away. And several years ago, we were like, let's go hang out and see what we can see. And then we were like, well, gee, how do you become a zombie? And long story short, we were zombies on season four. Wow. And, I didn't <laughs> and then right around the time, that was the very first time they had the first Walker Stalker fan convention, which is now a, another large fan con. They do a great job. And I thought, oh, that'll be fun. I'll go to that. And it ended up being so much fun. And it was incredibly small. And because, it, I mean, for a con, it, it yeah. was very, there's plenty of people there, but it, it was small compared to something like Wizard World or Comic-Con. Um, but <laughs> they were so excited to see all the fans and the fans were so excited to see them. And it was this beautiful, beautiful atmosphere. And Greg Nicotero and the, the guys who do the makeup on the zombies, they were doing free makeup for whoever wanted it, at, at, like at the beginning, at least on day one. And so you had <laughs> <laughs> everywhere you looked, you saw zombies walking down the aisles in the, <laughs> the big exhibition hall. And I was walking through there just having a blast. And I was like, man, if the actual zombie apocalypse started right now, I would just think that person was cosplaying. I wouldn't <laughs> think that it was really the zombie. And that's where I got the idea. And I just wanted to write something fun and exciting and girls saving the world. Uh, it felt like the, the right time. Everything just kind of came together. So finally got to write it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, and I think that's important. You just touched on is another thing that I love about the book is it's actually girls being heroes at the conventions, which yeah. conventions in the past have been kind of known for their treatment of women to not be so great. Right, and also right. And being quite a male-focused thing. Was that mm-hmm. obviously an intentional choice to make this a girls taking the convention and saving the world kind of story? Absolutely. I also, uh, as a kid, I got, I was fortunate a friend invited me to go to Dragon Con um, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And so I had that kind of oddball experience of, of at the time, it was definitely a more male centric uh, con experience. And I think it's changed a lot. I mean, I think cons these days are, are so much more, you know, welcoming and inclusive and girls can have a really great experience there. But I absolutely wanted it to be. Uh, the girl's experience of being a fan and being in love with something and having it be pure, not having it be something that anyone ever questioned their credentials, Mm, mm. you know, like, oh, you're a real fan or whatever. Yeah. And I think that was the thing of like, this is what we love about these friends is that you can really feel their excitement as fans and fandom is something that we as book people have, but you don't often see it on the page. There's very few YA novels that are about fandom and this is particularly about fandom. Yeah, absolutely. I love fandom. It's it's so sustaining to me. I am one of those authors. I write fanfics. I get obsessed with uh, shows and <laughs> books, and and I and it's it's almost um, hyper focused kind of like where I don't want to think about anything else. And and so yeah. it's always been a and I've really benefited from uh, inclusive fandoms. So I just wanted it to feel like that, except for you know with actual zombies. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just the old real zombies yeah, right in there. Just the zombies. <laughs> and I love the characters, all of them, but I particularly love June because she's this sort of, the th- she's one of the three friends. And my favourite part about her is that she's sort of this girl who doesn't really think she can be a leader because she doesn't do very well on her SATs and she's not sort of seen that way by her peers. But, right. when, these, but when it goes wrong, she's the <laughs> one who's like the steady hand. And yeah. I wanted to know. Are you like a street smarts over book smarts kind of person or, was, you know? <laughs> like myself? Yeah. Or do Me you personally? Prefer, <laughs> or do you prefer yes. that person? Yes. Well, I, 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 you know, all books come from their authors. Duh. That's a weird thing to yes. say. But June is, June's experience is very much uh, based on who I was in high school. Uh, if anything, I would say she actually has more confidence than I did uh, at the same stage because, uh, I have, uh, what's it called, dyscalculia, and so does June. So she struggles with feeling as uh, accepted or as able to achieve as much as her, um, her friends who don't have that learning disability. And that was very much my experience, and I just really wanted it to be about her journey of realizing her strengths instead mm. of focusing on her weaknesses because she spends so much time, in the, especially in the beginning, upset about math and school and Mm. what's going to happen after high school. You know, so many kids can't wait to get out of high school, but she was one of those ones. She doesn't want to because she's afraid. And I just love that she's learned through the process of facing and fighting down a horde of the undead that uh, (laughs) she's going to be fine. Yeah, (laughs) she's going to be fine. And that was that was a great, a fun, fun thing to write. Well, I think the other thing that you do so well in that learning is that their friendships grow and change and evolve over the course of sort of one day. Um, and, <laughs> well, it feels like longer, I'm sure, with zombies. But it's one of those things where you, it's, it's, you've written these beautiful female friendships that are not uh, just one note. Yeah, I love, I love female friendships. I, and I, I think, you know, all friendships have 
messy parts and beautiful parts and redeeming parts. And I, I, to me, I was thinking about specifically a bunch of my girlfriends from, from back in the day who I'm still dear friends with and how, you know, we have changed, but how also it's just human to have all these, a mess and oh gosh, the intensity of high school. I remember just being, you felt under a microscope so much in a way that once you leave high school, you don't have. So I liked the pressures of that in their friendship that you could feel June's like her impatience with Siggy and how much Siggy loves her boyfriend. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and of course she loves her boyfriend, but what a very human thing, you know, when you have these tried and true lifelong friendships to kind of resent the interloper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. so true. And I think that's what I loved about it. Well, is it felt they, those friendships felt real and they felt like, Oh, you know, good, good. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's had that frustrating friend who's been in love with the boyfriend and everyone's had the frustrating friend who's like, you know, like, come on, get on with it. So no, it was yeah, right, right. To be told that you shouldn't want to talk to your boyfriend as much as you do. And you're like, no, no, you'll understand one day. You will know. And yes. Yeah. And, there, and, 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 and I will say not, spo- not, uh, not spoiling things, but there is some good, there is some good evolution for people. So I know that yeah. uh, everyone gets their moment of romance, which we always love too, which is always lovely. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, that was so much fun too. Yeah. Don't want to spoil Ooh, yeah. it, but yeah. No, yeah. You, have to, you, ha- you have to read it because it's so, it's so swoony and lovely, but also really like you know you did it really well because again it, it is one day and and, she, yeah. and 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 it's june june is busy handling things like she's got to do right. some stuff so like i think that was what i really enjoyed about it too was that these things happen but also like she's she's busy saving the everybody like you know yeah. like, yes i got things to do i loved it yeah um, it was so much fun we obviously had a lot of questions from fans as well. Yay! So I'm going to hand Yay. over to the fans' questions. And the first one comes from okay. Ivana from Instagram DMs. And she wants to know is what gave you the idea for this book? Oh, well, I sort of went into that already. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> but God, yeah, I've always loved zombies. Uh, I don't know why. I. I, so in the book, I say that she says that zomb- everything she says about zombies is what I feel <laughs> that, you know, they're like sharks. <laughs> they don't yeah. really want to hurt you. They just want to eat and they're <laughs> terrifying and they're primal, but they're not like um, malevolent in a, in a way that that is personal. <laughs> it's not personal. Mm-hmm, and for mm-hmm. some reason, that has always been something I have loved zombie media ever since I saw Night of the Living Dead um, at my best friend's house. I wasn't supposed to, you know, (laughs) and I, you know, it was one of those slumber party things and I I could not, I was like, must watch again immediately. (laughs) But yeah, then obviously uh, grew up, uh, still loved zombies. And then when I realized that The Walking Dead was filmed so close to here, like I mentioned, I'm a huge fan of things and so I was like must go see must go do and that was such a great experience it all just it's a great thing when when you're a writer and you just feed what you love and and what you love feeds you and then it just kind of keeps going so it became my own story of of how I love cons and zombies and I've always wanted to write a zombie story so and this is so much fun. Yes, now I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, so this next question is from Fatima from Twitter, and she wants to know is, how did you decide on the title? Did it take brainstorming or did you already have it in mind? 
<laughs> the title is such a funny story because I'm really bad at them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I have such a hard time with titles. The original title was ZombieCon, which is the name of the actual convention that they go to. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, you know, that's it. I found it for once. I have the title. And, uh, and it just wasn't getting across the tone. It was too scary sounding, perhaps. And we wanted a fun title that let people know. And so the funny thing is this was my, tw- um, my NaNoWriMo project. Uh, uh, for that year. And so I had created a, a, cause I hadn't announced the sale because we were still working. We didn't know the title and we were still working things out. And so I just called it a working title that no one would know what it was. And I called right. it girl save the world. And I think my editor saw that and she's so brilliant. Kelsey Murphy. She, she must've seen that. And then she was like, you know what? We should do something with that. And I never would have <laughs> because I, I, I just would never have thought that way. And so she, she was the one who said it should be Girl Save the World in this one. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I love that because it's a promise to the reader. Yeah, of exactly. Exactly what the book is and what if you're looking for and, and so many readers, especially now in this in this crazy situation we're in, they, they want to know what they're getting mm. into. And it mm. definitely tells you it definitely tells you what it is. So it's fantastic in that regard. It's funny in a way too because it almost feels like as you like fanfic where it's like here's what you're gonna get from the story <laughs> and it's like it's in these tags and these things and it's like it's a it's great in that way that it really is you know what's happening on the box is what's gonna happen in the story. Absolutely, I I'm a huge reader and writer of fanfic, <laughs> so <laughs> so that all goes that all goes together. I love I love tags and stuff like that. They let you know what you're what you're looking yeah. for and where to find it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and this next question comes from Ashley.Bear14 from Instagram DMs. And she wants to know is your book takes place at a con. What is your favorite con? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, my gosh. My favorite <laughs> con, my favorite con, just because of the emotional heft it had for me was Dragon Con in high school. Oh, because... Yeah. Um, you know, it was the very first con I went to. I went three years in a row. That is such a vibrant, vibrant con. And I, I had so much fun there. And that was my first experience as a fan of a thing with other fans. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's, that has to be my number one just because of the the, the place it holds in my heart. <laughs> yeah. I always think there's something special about that. So that first con that you kind of go to and have people that you're like, oh, my God, these are where all my people are. Oh, I know. And I, I had costume. I did all the cosplay. I, I went with my dear friend, Kari, um, who's your, in the book. What was your cosplay? Oh, uh, she was an elf and I was a, a like a assassin, oh, <laughs> like, a, nice. like a undercover assassin type thing. But Love it. I don't remember what, what I was the following year, but, it, you know, it wasn't ever anything like for me, I was never like from a book. Or nice. from a, I just wanted to be a fantasy character. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't ever was like, I'm going to be that character. And I think yes. that had to do with confidence. I think that had to do with me not feeling entitled to it, which oh. is something that I think has changed. And which is what I really love about uh, what the internet has brought to fandom dialogue, that there's a lot of ownership of characters yeah, and people who do gender swap cosplay and and all the different. I, I love all that, and I think at the time I was very much too timid, so I didn't want to claim to be Wonder Woman. You know, yeah, I was going to no. be, a, I was just going to be a warrior. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. If you could go now to a convention, and obviously we can't because we're all staying at home and being oh, safe. If so you sad. go now and dress up as anybody, what would you do? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's a tough one. 
<laughs> I have for years loved the TV show Hannibal, and they used to have a con in London. <laughs> so it's like a double-edged win-win because I could go to London and go to the Hannibal uh, Red Dragon con, and I'd probably want to de- dress up as Bedelia, um, who's played by... Um, I just forgot her name, Scully from the X. Oh, Gillian Anderson. Yes, Gillian Anderson. Um, his Hannibal's psychiatrist, Bedelia, would who would be who I'd want to dress up as. I haven't seen the show, but so I've seen funny. her and like people like talking about her in that show and how great she is. <laughs> she is like toe. She toe for toe with Moss Mickelson. It's shocking how good she is. <laughs> you're just like, oh, you're like. I, I'm actually scared for him now. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Well, that's enough of the hard questions. Let's get to some of the easier questions in that. Okay. <laughs> for people who are stuck at home, like we all are, and want something to read, what can you recommend? What have you loved? What's your ultimate recommendations for book reading? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, if you want a good time, you cannot do any better than reading Rachel Hawkins and especially uh, Her Royal Highness, which is such a lovely, lovely romp and Prince Charming. Those are excellent. Mm -hmm. Um, I have not been able to read a lot recently. (laughs) It's no, that's a fair admission. It's tough right now. Yeah. And I have three kids who are suddenly homeschooling. Uh, (laughs) That'll do it. That'll do it. So. So it's um, for me, it's I've, I've had to step out of, of YA to read a little bit right now. And I think mm-hmm. um, I think because of everything being so weird right now, I've, I've fallen into gothic horror and romance. Oh, wow. So I've been reading um, The Widow of Pale Harbor, and I don't have the author's uh, name at the tip of my brain, but it's about this young minister who goes and tries to start a transcendentalist church and he falls for the, the young widow <laughs> who has a tragic backstory. But the kicker is somebody in town is leaving threatening messages and hurting people based on Poe stories at Grell and Poe. And so Ooh. I was like, that's, that's got everything I need right now. And it's, it's well written and it's, it's, you know, exactly the pace and something about it being set in the past <laughs> and, <Yeah>. and, <laughs> and horror has been helping me a lot. And I've been reading a lot of biographies. Um, so oh, I'm reading okay. a, I'm reading a philosophy book about Montaigne, if that's even how you say his name. <laughs> oh, I'm not a, I, I, I'm not a philosopher, but I picked it up because it, it was like it's called How to Live, and it's all these essays that he wrote back uh, in this, I guess the late 1700s. I could say I could have that wrong too, but it was about how, how much he lived through what was going on in France all around him at the time and uh, Spain. And it just, it's very, it's very relevant. (laughs) So I guess it's sort of like a little instruction manual, but I, I'm looking forward to when school ends for my children in about four weeks (laughs) and summer, yeah. And summer gets here and we don't have to uh, focus so hard on finishing strong for the school year. I am so going to read all the things I want to read the kingdom of back by Marie Lou. I That's thought good. that looked amazing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I want to read that. Yeah. And uh, I just have it. I just have a massive pile. I just haven't been able to find my sweet spot of focus right right now. It's it's totally difficult and hard right now to focus. Have you have you managed to f- focus on any TV shows that you can recommend? Any binging stuff? Oh, 
I don't know if I recommend it, but like everybody else, I, I watched Tiger King. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is a funny show to sort of rec- – it recommends the wrong word. It's almost like yeah. you say, you should know about this and what you do with it is up to you. <laughs> yes. We uh, – my husband loves documentaries, but weirdly I managed to see that before him. Oh. And I was like, you've got to watch this. And, and it was – he had the same experience I did, which was it was so – crazy and entertaining and 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 just it was almost like a shared experience too with everybody who's seen Mm. it which I think Mm -hmm. is part of why everyone kept watching it or talking about it as it was something we could all talk about um but we actually started filming we filmed a little parody video (laughs) (laughs) about about where he did I saw a tiger that music video he did we did I yes. saw a panther and we were filming oh my, my house my house cats <laughs> oh so my god we're on day 32 of self-imposed isolation and it probably shows <laughs> yeah so yeah we can uh yeah you it's going well for you is what we're saying <laughs> yeah we all have to uh we all have to find our relaxation I guess we yeah. all cope whatever way we can <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I'm well, also I watching think- Watchmen which uh, oh, is, oh, I I was behind on that. Yeah, it's it's shock. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, so. I've heard really good things. But then I was very sad to hear that it's a one season only. Oh no! See, I didn't know that. Oh no! <laughs> I'm not see, finished yet. Oh no! No! Oh no! No! Okay. But someone said okay. to me that it was a brilliant one season, and they're, they're really happy it was one season because it's very complete storytelling. Oh, I was like, okay, oh. okay. So that, okay, be, be, well. be thankful in a way that way. Yeah, I'll be good. That's good to know. Yeah, I won't be going now. What are they going to do? What's happening? <laughs> I could be wrong, but that's what I heard. But yeah, Ashley, thank well, you, you so much for joining me today on We Are. Thank Wired. you. I am so to glad to have been here. I'm talking at the same time because it's overlaying. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Oh, it's uh, awesome Ash- to talk to you. And Ash Parsons' book, Still Waters, The Falling Between Us and Girls Save the World, are available on all bookstore platforms. And if you're at home, they're also available on ebook and audio. You can follow Ash Parsons on Twitter at Ash Parso. Tomorrow we'll chat with Andrew, author of Action Mech Dragon Debut Rebel Wing, and we'll see you then.